This is Andrew Talbert, and welcome back to my podcast I call My Passionate Musical Journey. It's Turntable Tuesday, because life's too short not to listen to great music. This week's feature is the classic Rio Grande Mud from ZZ Top. ZZ Top, for over five decades, the trio of Frank Beard, Billy Gibbons, and Dusty Hill have rocked their way from Texas through MTV to the entire world. This band was well-rooted in blues music, and they founded a signature sound from the early 1970s, being an unknown trio to international fame. They're known throughout the music world as that little band from Texas that has guys with beards and sunglasses playing the songs of our youth that feature kick-ass guitar riffs and humorous song lyrics that cause spontaneous partying to break out wherever they play. They have developed a huge following, and they're recognizable most anywhere on the planet. This band started as a band called The Moving Sidewalks, and by 1971 they had recorded their first album called ZZ Top's First Album, which is heavy on the blues and failed to even chart. Within one year, they had produced another album called Rio Grande Mud, which is the topic for the podcast today. This band was laying a foundation for what would become a spawning ground for hit after hit across the world stage. Many of the fans of ZZ Top tend to start their first list of favorite songs with some titles from the album called Trace Hombres that came a year after the Rio Grande Mud album. The song that really rises to the top of that album is LaGrange. Now this was the beginning of the explosion of songs which continue year after year as this band kept recording hit after hit and we're not even at the MTV time frame at this point. When you look at the early recordings for this band, you can hear the foundations of many of the songs, and if you're a scholar of the blues, you will totally love the first two albums. Now, I was a fan of this band from the beginning, as I wrote over on my companion blog at andrewtalbert.com. I have spent many of my early years in the Delta of Mississippi listening to blues music with my close friends, and had a total immersion experience with the warm climate, flatland, kudzu vines, cotton fields, and seeing the whole vibe of the Deep South 
back in this time period. Sometimes I really wonder how a kid who was a native from North Carolina found his way to grow up this far south and experience all of this music from southern rock to blues through this extremely fertile period of music. But I was there. It was almost like it was meant to be. So I have so many images and first-hand experiences of all this music from that time, and sometimes I think it was a gift given to me from somewhere. So I'll take it. As I wrote over on the blog this week, I can remember it was like yesterday hearing ZZ Top's first album and Rio Grande Mud within weeks of each other. This was like a brand new band to many, including me at the time, and this band had zero promotion. I heard those tracks, and I was floored. This music was like nothing I'd heard at that point, as all I could hear was the classic blues riffs being interpreted by a new generation of sounds. I was not all that well-educated in old-school blues at this point, but I knew I liked the music. ZZ Top had my ear, and I could listen to cassette tapes of those first two albums over and over on my bedroom stereo. I was a young teenager and watched the entire evolution of the albums as they came out. Trace Hombres, Fandango, and so many, many more would follow. Later, as I started driving, I would always keep some tapes of ZZ Top in the car to rock on down the highway, as was the way for many in my generation. So what I can tell you is this. When you grow up listening to a band and they become a virtual soundtrack of your life's history, they have you. You know what I mean. There are so many bands or artists that create music over time and you develop this association with the points in your life or things that happen that cause instantaneous flashbacks to those moments when you hear that song or even the artist. ZZ Top's one of those bands for me, and I'm sure you have one too. I have been on the entire journey of their career, and here I am decades later. A few days ago, I was reading online after my lunch at my sunny dining room table and saw the news that Dusty Hill, the incredible bass player and vocalist for ZZ Top, had passed away the night before. I just stopped and stared straight ahead. I think I might have even dropped my phone on the table. I thought for a few minutes over the memories of the decades of music and so many good times I'd either had at a concert or just listening to ZZ Top albums and experiencing things in life. Well, Dusty Hill helped create all of that. I just want to interject a description of a thought I had just to illustrate my love for this band and the man. If you've ever been to a ZZ Top concert or watched a YouTube video of Billy Gibbons and Dusty Hill doing their synchronized guitar twirls or just moving together as they effortlessly play the blues while maintaining that cool image, well, you get what I'm talking about. I can almost see those moves from all the different shows I've seen, and it makes me smile. No one really has captured that coolness like they have. Remember that first band name, The Moving Sidewalks? Well, did you ever see those guys play on moving sidewalks while walking, not to mention Frank's drum kit coming down on a conveyor belt by itself across the stage while he never missed a beat playing the songs? This happened. I was there to see it. And my friends, this is what you call a rock and roll show with a side dish. That's ZZ Top. Today I'm talking about this band because I'm a lifelong fan of the music and I want to make sure to salute Dusty Hill for all the cool contributions to this incredible library of music. Let's talk about the album Rio Grande Mud, which is the feature for this week's Turntable Tuesday. 
Rio Grande Mud was released on April 4th of 1972. Now, it had been recorded between September and January of 71 and 72 at Robin Hood Studios in Tyler, Texas. The length on this album is 40 minutes and 51 seconds, and there's 10 tracks on this album. More on that in just a moment. Just to tell you a little bit about the chronological order of the contributions of ZZ Top, as I told you earlier, they started in 1971 with the first album. The second album came a year later in 1972. The subject matter for today is Rio Grande Mud. And by 1973, they had already cranked out Trace Hombres with their hit song, LaGrange. Now, the only single that was released from Rio Grande Mud was a song that's the lead-off track, number one, Francine. And it was released in April of 1972. It basically didn't do very well on the charts, but it's a great song. As far as some of the background on this album, Billy Gibbons once said, This was the first record that brought us into step with the writing experience. We started documenting events as they happened to us on the road, and all of these elements went into the songwriting notebook. As we went along, we were keeping tracks of the skeleton ideas as they popped up, and our craft was certainly developing at that point. So if you go over on my companion blog and have a look at the cover of this album, you can see down in the corner it lists London as being the label this album was recorded on initially. The original copies were released on the London label, And later in 1987, the album was remixed for CD release on that media. And back in January of 2011, Rhino released a remastered version from the original 1972 mix on vinyl only. I also have a copy of that, and I have a photo of the sticker that's on that particular album. I haven't even opened the album. I'm not sure why I bought this album. Maybe I I bought it because I wanted a backup copy, but honestly... The London version I have absolutely does not have a scratch on it. It's probably only been played four or five times and mostly just for recording to tape so that I didn't damage the vinyl. That's how much I think of this particular album. It has so many memories wrapped up in it. It's sort of like uh, one of those priceless things that I have laying around. So let's move right into the track listing. As I was telling you a moment ago, Francine, which is the title track on side one, and it's also the lead-off track. It was the only single from the album, and it's a very nice song. Didn't do very well on the charts, as I told you a moment ago. And it's just a it's a really nice song. If you want to listen to it, Francine was always one of the, the favorite tracks from this album for many people. It was written by Billy Gibbons, Steve Perrone, and Kenny Cordray. And Kenny moved to New Orleans to play with the former CC Riders and Edgar Winters White Trash Band members, and then he went on to form his own group called Cordray. He was one of the writers on this particular track. Great song, Francine. You should check it out. Track number two started off the podcast today, Just Got Paid. This one was written by Billy Gibbons and Bill Ham. Let's talk a little bit about Bill Ham. Bill Ham was working as a record promotion man for the HW Daily Distributing when he saw the Moving Sidewalks perform at a Doors concert in Houston. He came backstage to compliment the band, and later the band decided to fire their manager. At that point, he was asked if he would be interested in serving in the capacity of manager. Well, Bill Ham went on to be very instrumental in ZZ Top's success. He co-wrote songs, he produced their hit albums, 
He started constructing their image and continuing to be a, the band's manager up into and including 1996 Rhythmine album and tour. So Bill was definitely a part of this band's skyrocket to success. Let's talk about track number three, Mushmouth Shoutin'. When you crank this one up, the harmonica opens up the track from Billy Gibbons, and the beat lets you know this is full-on old-school blues. Billy plays the harmonica like a machine gun, and if you really like harmonica, you should check this song out. This one's very well done. It just has that old-school feeling. Mushmouth Shoutin'. Another song written by Billy Gibbons and Bill Ham. Track number four is called Coco Blue. I love the percussion on this track with the band really shining from the prominent bass riffs with Billy driving the guitar through the entire song. It was written by the trio, Billy Gibbons, Dusty Hill, and Frank Beard. It almost tracks in at five minutes. Great song, Coco Blue. Track number five ends up side one. The song title is Chevrolet. This song opens up with a guitar riff that I remember trying to learn as a teenager and I'm guessing Billy probably cranked this out in 15 minutes or less, and of course I spent some time trying to figure it out myself. I always thought it was a really cool riff. The song goes, Hallelujah, Ride My Chevrolet. Great lyrics, and the low end of this sound is locked in perfect step as the guitar spends most of the track talking to you in blues notes. You really need to check it out. Chevrolet, written by Billy Gibbons. Let's flip this vinyl over and go to side two. Track number one on side two, Apologies to Pearly. This is a total instrumental. This one opens up with a smoke and slide guitar from Billy Gibbons while the low end and the percussion shuffle behind the guitar. It's a very happy piece, and it sounds great. This was written by Billy Gibbons, Dusty Hill, Frank Beard, and, of course, Ham is listed on the credits. Now, track number two is one I'm going to end the podcast with today, a track I really like. It's called Barbecue. And the fade-in on this track comes in right after the opening track. So it's almost like a merge between Apologies to Pearly, which is an instrumental, and then you get Barbecue, and it just fades right in, and it comes in. And I really like that sound because it's like the band was just jamming, and they came up with this riff, and they developed a song on the fly. So in my humble opinion, this is one of the better tracks on the album, although there's some real stiff competition throughout this album for what might be the best. This is a great one, though, and it's just really cool how they fade it in. You don't see that so much anymore. I was talking to some folks about that recently, and I've seen some other folks talking about how, like, in the 70s and 80s, you saw a lot of fade in, fade out. You don't see that so much anymore, but... Maybe that's just indicative of, you know, trying to pick up where something was happening and you just slice a piece of it out. But, you know, everything's so computerized and digitized these days. There's lots of things you can do, and you don't really have to do so much of that fade in, fade out like you used to. But, hey, it's good stuff. Track number two, Barbecue. Track number three, Sure Got Cold After the Rain Fell. This is quite a long song. It comes in at 7 minutes and 39 seconds. And it was written by Billy Gibbons. This song is a masterpiece. I put the lyrics in the song video right at the top of my companion blog post for this podcast over on andrewtalbert.com. As I was writing the blog post this week, I was listening to this track 
and suddenly I had just a few tears of sadness thinking about losing Dusty Hill. This track has a whole different feel in August of 2021. You just have to listen to it. It's a great song. The guitar playing is amazing. I've seen people try to cover this song, and there's some folks out there that can do a reasonably good job of it, but this song really is good, and it's a standout. And it's kind of just buried in the whole listing of ZZ Top songs for many years, but if you go back and listen to it, it's a really, really nice song. Sure got cold after the rain fell. Track number four, Whiskey and Mama. This song sounds like some of the later tracks you hear from ZZ Top. It has that guitar power coming through right alongside the Billy Gibbons vocals. It's a really powerful song. And it was written by Billy Gibbons, Dusty Hill, Frank Beard, and there's that guy, Ham, again. It comes in at 3 minutes and 20 seconds, and it's the next to the last song on side two. Down Brownie ends this whole record, the last track on the album. Billy Gibbons was quoted as saying, they were writing songs as they traveled down the road playing gigs. I told you that earlier. And you can hear some of that in this song. A sample of the lyrics go like this. Eating red beans and rice with the right sauce, it's nice. Or anything you want to try. Now I'm hitching a ride back from Brownies. I'm kind of sad but feel all right. The cold night, it stings, but they got me some wings. I be flying into Houston tonight. And that's the way this fabulous album from ZZ Top ends. The total length is at 38 minutes and 55 seconds, and it's one great piece of vinyl. Rio Grande Mud. Let's talk about the personnel, and it's a pretty fast list. ZZ Top. Billy Gibbons on guitar, harmonica, and vocals. Dusty Hill playing bass guitar, keyboards, and background vocals on Francine and the song Chevrolet, and Frank Beard on drums and percussion. There was one additional person playing on this record, Pete Tickle. He played acoustic guitar on Mushmouth Shoutin', and he gets a credit on the back cover of the album for that one. As far as production, it's quite simple. You had Bill Ham on production. And you had Robin Bryan doing the engineering. Of course, these first two albums were recorded at Robin Hood Studios in Tyler, Texas. So you had Robin Bryan sitting in on the engineering. Moving on to where this album charted back in the 72 to 1974 time frame, in Australia on the Kent Music Report, this album came all the way up into position number 85. And in the United States... On the Billboard 200, the album made it up to number 104, which was their peak in June of 1972. Just a few statistics on ZZ Top. They've released 15 studio albums and sold an estimated 50 million albums worldwide. The group has won three MTV Video Music Awards. And in 2004, the members were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Rolling Stone ranks Billy Gibbons as number 32 on the list of the 100 greatest guitarists of all time. So to talk a little bit about current events with ZZ Top, of course, there was an ongoing tour that had just begun. And, of course, Dusty had gone back home complaining that he had a hip issue. And all of a sudden, it was announced that he was no longer with us. As I wrote over on my companion blog at andrewtalbert.com, 
Billy is quoted as saying he was visiting Dusty recently, and Dusty emphatically grabbed my arm and said, give Elwood, who is the longtime ZZ Top guitar tech, Elwood Francis, he said, give Elwood the bottom end and take it to the top. He meant it, amigo. He really did. So they're already back out there. Just a few days later, they've already played one show, and they're continuing the tour, which is going to stretch on out through the year across the United States. Maybe you'll get a chance to see them in your local hometown, and I'm sure that it'll still be a great show. The tour continues, and there are many dates playing across the country. Get out there and support the band, as well as your local musicians. ZZ Top and Dusty Hill. Man, he's going to be missed. It'll be a different band without Dusty Hill, but, you know, as Dusty said, the show must go on. That's the way it is at times. So that's most of what I wanted to tell you today about ZZ Top and Rio Grande Mud. I hope you guys are having a great summer across the world. I know this pandemic is trying to just continue to rage in different locations across the country and across the world. Take care of your neighbor. Take care of yourself. Try to stay safe out there. And best of all, we're going to continue to try to see some live music. I know I have a lot of shows on the horizon. I've been fortunate to get my vaccine uh, some time ago. And, of course, uh, I guess we'll be resorting back to some masks on these indoor shows and those kinds of things. In fact, I'm going out tonight to see Squeeze play as I record this. Can't wait to see that show. And there's so many things on the horizon. I don't even want to get into that right now. But I'll be telling you about all of the live shows I've got lined up in the next 90 days. It's incredible the amount of touring that's going on across the United States right now. Thanks to all you folks that are listening across the pond, as they say, out there in the U.K. and Italy and Australia, down in South America. It's really appreciated for you to listen. Stay safe, and we'll see you next time. This has been Andrew Talbert. And until next time, I'll see you down the road. podcast has been a production of Worldwide Music Media. Be sure to check out the online companion blog at andrewtalbert.com.